Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by Summer at SLU. Find your kids' best summer yet at St. Louis University. It's the Chris and Amy Show. Check it out. St. Louis, Mount City, we are going to have a great day today. Now, Amy Marks scores Chris Ranji on KMOX. Let's take it from the top. Good icy morning, friends. Hey. Hope, hope you're doing great. Hope you're safe. It's it is slick uh, out there. It's slippery. Very do you think out the window we're going to see any accidents? I'm going to look out because we can see roads. So we what can. I will do during the course of the show, just just I'll be looking outside to see if anybody slides and hits anything. You'll be our super accident counter. Right. You know, they've got the super radar, the super predictor, the Uber Doppler. Do you know what I like? I don't know if they still do it, but it used to be, I'm pretty sure, the ABC... Like very early morning news. Okay. And they would go to their correspondent in London. Mm-hmm. And that person had a really nice studio set up where you could see the street behind him. And I guess it would be like the market guy, right? Mm-hmm. So the markets are open in England. And uh, they would have a, a double decker bus counter in the bottom right corner of the screen. They wouldn't yeah. address it, it would just be there. And every time a double decker would go by, they'd put, <laughs> they'd put a number up. That's and awesome. I thought it was really uh, adorable. Um, at any rate, uh, I know I feel like we might see more accidents than cars this morning, as impossible <laughs> as that sounds. I don't even know if that's, that um, is possible. I did see a pedestrian. He might, okay. The pedestrian might have been compromised because he was acting a little erratic mm-hmm. and he was walking with another pedestrian who, again, I'm not sure what their status was, but they were walking down the road. The one pedestrian looked normal. The other pedestrian was kind of hunched over. and I couldn't tell if it looked like he was struggling to walk on the ice or was having fun. And then all of a sudden, he started moving faster, like, I'm going to see if I can run on the ice. And he could not because he went flat on his back on market. (laughs) And and I looked, and the other pedestrian seemed mm, not... Not too worried about it? Not too worried at all. He just kept walking. So I think maybe he was compromised, but he did look like a guy who thought, hey, this is easy. I'm going to try to run on this stuff. Hey, we'll get an update from our guy from AccuWeather. Matt Benz is going to join us in a few moments, and we'll see what's in store for the next couple of hours. Uh, Patrick Rishi with Washington University, sports business professor there, will talk to us about the Bally Sports deal and a diamond sports deal. It's the that parent company um, that Amazon has bought into, what it means for the Cardinals and their broadcasts moving forward. We'll talk to Patrick about that, and really sports a- as a whole, mm-hmm. because it, it is now becoming a thing where you might have to pay for a streaming service to watch some of the sports you like. Um, we've got comedian Dusty Slay, Matt Pauley, and Ray Hartman will be joining us uh, today as well. 314-436-7900. That's how you can call us or text. Voicemails at 314-944-1120. We're on all the social media platforms at Chris Amy KMOX. Time now for the top of the order. The top three stories everybody will be talking about. 
Ron DeSantis is out, announcing yesterday that he will no longer be running for president, and he is offered an endorsement as well. And it's slick out there. We've got freezing rain all morning long, causing some amount of chaos on the roadways, although I think that's been mitigated by many people staying home. But we'll give you an update on the roads. And the Missouri Chiefs have advanced to the AFC Championship game um, that's going to happen next weekend as they beat the Buffalo Bills last night. So, oh, well, you know what? I think uh, I think I got two words for all Buffalo Bills fans. Wide right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I actually was kind of, I was halfway cheering for the Bills. Whatever, whatever frustration that people were having from the incessant Taylor Swift cutaway camera shots. I feel like maybe some of that frustration or maybe lack of passion for the Chiefs then got transferred to the Bills because the Bills mafia, they're just likable, lovable for a reason. I agree with you. Some reason. So I was, I don't know if it's possible to both want the Chiefs and the Bills to win, but I did. I wanted everybody just to have a good time. (laughs) Unfortunately, wide right for the Bills. I will say, I think the defining moment of yesterday's game was uh, a shirtless Jason Kelsey Screaming in the sweet window, walking, climbing out of the window, mingling with Bill's Mafia, getting climbing back into his suite through the window. He also took shots with Bill's Mafia in the parking lot before the game. He did. Told you it's fun to be drunk. He gets to be a player. A player. Well, yeah. <laughs> he gets to be a fan. A fan, yes. Yes. Cheer for his brother. Cheer for his brother. But also mingle with the Mafia because I think Bill's Mafia might be the most likable fan base in all of sports. Uh, well, I would slow down Name there, a Chief. more likable uh, fan base. A, a more likable one? Do you think it's the best fans in baseball? I No, I think we are hugely unlikable here. Because we are better than everyone else. Well, that's the problem, is yeah. that people here think what you just think. No, we're not what arrogant. Just we're just that's better arrogant. than everyone else. Well, that's arrogant. That's why we are not a very likable fan base well, from the outside. But also, should we care? It to not be us. Should we care? No, we shouldn't no. care because shouldn't we're matter. better than everyone else. But, I, but I'm able to recognize that the uh, Cardinals fan base is not very yeah. likable. It due, isn't. due to jealousy, we're not likable. But the Bills, those poor Bills, um, you know, struggled for years. And now they've had to face Patrick Mahomes and keep have been knocked out of the playoffs by Patrick Mahomes for 117 consecutive years. And... So I think they're likable, the lovable losers. Patrick Mahomes has never not not gone to the AFC Championship (laughs) in six years now. Do you think he thinks that's part of the regular season? Yeah, it probably does. If if it ever becomes a thing where he, and I thought they were going to lose last night. I thought that was over. I honestly thought there was a very good chance they were going to lose. And they should have. They should have lost. But they didn't. They won. Um, I I thought that might be uh, the start of... I wouldn't say a downturn, but maybe maybe you might have a couple of years when they need to kind of retool a little bit. So as long as he's there, they are going to be a good football team. They may not always be AFC championship caliber. Mm-hmm. There are going to be some down years in there. But as long as they've got him, they have a shot. A, a healthy Patrick Mahomes. They have a shot to win a lot of football games. But um, I did also say this when people were freaking out about you know, through the course of the year and receivers are dropping passes and they don't look right. And they clearly didn't look nearly as good as they have in the past. And people Mm -hmm. are like, is this a, is this it? Is this over for them? No, man, just wait till the playoffs and then playoff chiefs are going to show up. And that's what's happening. Speaking of likability, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here. I think Andy Reid is likable. 
Because he eats a lot? Uh, because he has a frozen mustache half the time. How can you not like a guy with a frozen mustache? Well, you said that he was gross looking at it. <laughs> did I? Yes, you did. When did I say? Last I don't week, remember that at all. Last week you said I had a, I couldn't look at his mustache anymore because it was disgusting. That's not true. I think you're thinking of someone did else. Did somebody else say that to yeah, me? Yeah, I didn't somebody say that. Somebody in this room said it to it me. It wasn't me because we didn't talk about Andy Reid's mustache last week. I was gone for a lot of Not on the week. air. It was off the air. There was an off the air conversation about Andy Reid and all the moisture on his mustache. So that was and it someone was freezing. else. That was probably okay. someone down the hall because I wasn't here. That means I would have had to have brought it up five days later on Thursday. It did happen later in the week. It wasn't me. Anyway, it anyway, was pretty gross. I think Andy Reid is likable. Jason Kelsey, incredibly likable. I think Jason Kelsey really did win back some fans who've been turned away by all the Taylor Swift coverage. Jason Kelsey made a He lot stole of, the show last he night. He made football fans feel seen. That's right. All the cutaways are always to Taylor Swift and I guess Brittany Mahomes hugging her and her like, oh my gosh, which is great. Fine. Be happy for your boyfriend. But I think we're all like, okay, we get it. We get it. Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift. But when they showed Jason Kelsey, and then not only was it that moment where he was the full uh, extent of the screen where he's standing there with this the world's smallest beer <laughs> in his hand, just a beer can, but it looked extra small uh, compared to Jason Kelsey. But then they cut away later to Taylor Swift, clearly zooming in on Taylor Swift. And in the background, you could just see Jason Kelsey shirtless sitting down drinking a beer. Jason Kelsey stole the show. He has redeemed some of my lost Chiefs passion. I wonder if, and I have not uh, tried to look it up, but I probably should, out of curiosity, how Philadelphia Eagles fans feel watching that last night. Are they are they still in love with him? Or are they like, yeah, this is well, this jerk. He's celebrating with his brother. You know, they they played like crap the last it's seven probably, games. It's probably not a problem because Eagles fans are famously gracious. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Although, Bills fans last night. They were booing him. Well, Bills fans last night, and it wasn't a lot, but it was enough to notice. They were throwing snowballs at um, Patrick and, Mahomes. Yeah, and the Chiefs players. I didn't like that. Wasn't a fan of that. Um, that's a That's a Philadelphia Eagles thing to do. That's what that crowd does. They like to I throw they threw things. Batteries. At well, that's that's in the bullpen at uh, the Phillies games. Different. Yeah, yeah. You Come only on. throw batteries at your own team. Philadelphia is where they threw snowballs at Santa. Didn't they boo him too? They booed Santa Claus like 15 years ago. I kind of respect that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that makes me like it. It is more. really funny. <laughs> They brought out Santa. They threw snowballs at him. They booed him. And they booed him. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I think it's good. That's awesome. Oh, man. Anyway, but I don't feel bad for the Eagles fans either. No, but I feel I... bad for the Bills fans. I feel bad for I them. actually do. Uh, Scott Jagow, if you are still, if you're, maybe he's commiserating. Maybe he's unconscious. Maybe he drank away his oh, sorrows. Oh, poor Scott. I know. Scott, you can text in or call in if you have anything you want to say. 314-436-7900. He's from the KMOX newsroom. You know him from Roaming St. Louis and Three Good Things. He's a huge, huge Bills fan. He was so nervous on Friday, looking on ahead to the weekend. Sunday. Remember. Sunday, we are the home of the Chiefs. Scott Jagow ended Total Information AM Sunday uh, and his his uh, whole thing with, go Bills, and then cut the mic. <laughs> Which is Poor pretty guy. gutsy on the home of the Chiefs, you know? Um, so I have to admit this before we go to break. Yeah. Uh, there is a Buffalo 
a comedian from Buffalo. He's not anybody really big. Maybe he will blow up. I don't yeah. know. Uh, his name's James Kurzel. Mm-hmm. And he tweeted this the other day because he lives in Chicago. And he tweeted that um, this uh, friends in Chicago are making fun of Buffalo for needing to shovel the stadium. Bro, when's the last time you used your stadium in late January? That's not nice at all. And I sent that to Jay Gow, and uh, yeah, he he thought it was good. You have Scott Jay Gow's number? Yeah. I don't have Scott Jay Gow's number. Well, sucks to suck, doesn't it? Yeah. That's Amy Marks Cores. I'm Chris Ranji. We'll tell you how much uh, longer this weather is going to suck when we talk to Matt Benz from AccuWeather next on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Couple of text messages, 314-436-7900. Chris, did you notice the person in Taylor's box with the White Sox cap? I did. That's Travis Kelsey's barber. And I don't know, I guess they're friends. So, yeah. Was that a a guy or a girl? Uh, There was a dude in the... A dude with a white sock hat? Yeah, with the black uh, Old English socks lettering. Was that Brittany Mahomes in the black fur hat that kept hugging Taylor? For some reason, I couldn't recognize her. Is it blonde? She was blonde, blonde. Um, also, it was not the wide right alone, Amy. Missed catches. Like Josh Allen can't yard? do it alone. That's, That's from Nikki. Yeah. Well, no, Nikki's spot on. There was a 65-yard. Yeah, uh... Stephon Diggs, man. He. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's let's do this because it's been cruddy out, and there are not very many people on the roads today. Mm. I think I encountered one vehicle. Um, but it's dangerous getting to work, or at least it was for some people. Quiver River Electric guest line is activated. Time to talk to AccuWeather meteorologist uh, with us right now. Matt Benz is joining us on the show. Hello, Matt. Hey, good morning. So um, here we are. It was kind of cruddy coming into work. How much longer is this going to last? It's going to last well for the rest of this afternoon. You know, those temperatures right at that freezing mark. Uh, we still have some precipitation moving over the region. Heaviest uh, ice right now, just north and west of St. Louis. But it's it's going to be a rough go of it here for the next several hours. Hmm. Yeah, when we see the the freezing rain that was coming down this morning, there's four wheel drive doesn't matter at that point. I could barely get out of my driveway, and then the cul-de-sac was just complete ice. So. It seems uh, pretty basic to say it, but if you don't have to leave your house, don't leave your house. Four-wheel drive doesn't matter. Yeah, four-wheel drive just gets you further into the ditch is what it does for you in these situations. And uh, even as temperatures rise up above freezing here over the next couple of hours, again, we're right at 32 degrees here in St. Louis. The ground is so cold from this past weekend, all the Arctic air that we've had as of late, that uh, even if temperatures get up to, say, 33, 34, 35 degrees, the ground's still frozen out there. So if we're still adding rain to the top of it, it's still going to freeze out there, maybe not so much to the power lines and trees. But uh, I think this is going to be an issue here for a while this afternoon. Probably won't see much improvement until sometime this evening as the temperatures really get up into the mid to upper 30s uh, here later on today and into tonight. Well, let's say it doesn't rain anymore in in certain areas and the temperatures creep to 32, 33. How long do they need to be above freezing for the roads then to have a chance to become passable? 
I, you're probably going to be looking at least into this evening um, to get any improvement. I, obviously, if there has been some treatment put down, salt, sand, anything like that, of course, that's going to speed things along. But if you have untreated surfaces, your driveway, sidewalks, things like that that you haven't touched, it's going to be the majority of today and then uh, probably even into this evening. Then it looks like things should begin to improve into tonight again as those temperatures come up a bit. Yeah, so the temperatures are going to go up. It looks like maybe getting closer to the 50s by the end of the week. Are, do you think we are getting, maybe it's difficult to predict, but are we getting past the the likelihood that there will be severe winter weather here for the rest of the winter? A little early on that one. Okay. There's still some chances. I mean, we're, still, uh, we're not even out of January yet, but right. um, early February, we're still looking at some cold shots coming out of Canada towards the Great Lakes. Now, do they direct themselves more towards the central U.S. or more towards the US, uh, northeast? That's kind of the question right now. So I don't think we can rule out just yet. Uh, certainly, this is pretty nasty with the ice that we're dealing with right now, but I wouldn't rule it out just yet. But I have to get past mid to late February to really start looking forward to spring-like conditions. For the St. Louis area, um, I know the two big questions people have are the commute home, like this evening, if you did go to work, and then the commute tomorrow morning. Um, How do you think it will be for each of those times? This evening is going to be rough. Um, Even if we, like you mentioned, even if the rain just stops right now, which it's not, um, we're going to still see icy conditions here across the area. Unless things were really treated well with salt, um, we're going to have issues regardless. Things should get better into tomorrow morning, but I still think there's going to be some slippery spots here across the St. Louis metro, especially areas that were untreated, those side streets, side roads, um, sidewalks, things like that, that will still be slippery. But things will gradually improve through the overnight. So hopefully things a little bit better tomorrow, and then we'll probably have to get into the day tomorrow maybe get the even the sun even though the sun won't be out uh, that intensity of the sun coming through those clouds will help to break up the ice as well through the day tomorrow people prepare as if you will have school and work tomorrow morning yeah but uh, prepare though that there could be some slippery spots as well matt benz accuweather meteorologist thank you you ben have a good one so uh, bottom line is just be careful out there if you if you do have to leave hey do you know who's at work today, Amy? I am. Well, do you know the kinds of people who are at work today? Um, the kind, the per, the type of person who's at work today. Uh, um, radio people, TV people. You know, I I don't know, Ronj. What do you want me to say? You want me to talk about their quality? Devoted people? That's not right because devoted people also stayed home to do their job. People who care about their work. No, that's not. That's who's at work today. That's not true. People who care about their company. So you're saying everybody so you're, who so stayed wait, home? Wait, so are you saying you don't care? I'm saying about your company. The amount that I care, it's impressive that I'm here this morning. <laughs> well, I'll just That's say this. That's a joke. I'll say this. That's a joke. I'm here I because care. I care. I care about KMOX. I, no, I wish Amy shared the same level no. of enthusiasm for where we work. And everybody working from home cares about their company. That's not too. necessarily true. No, they didn't risk. If they their cared, lives. they would go to work. No, they wouldn't risk their lives. They would. They would get their asses off the couch away from the kitchen table, uh-huh. and they'd go to work. 314-436-7900. Text in and tell Ranji why you actually care more about work than he does by staying home. That doesn't even make any sense. It but makes I'd love, sense. I'd love to hear that rationale. But if you are at home, I guess you're listening on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, or KMOX.com. Catch the show live and the podcast when it's over. It's all there available for you for free. Hey, we'll talk about the we'll talk about that uh, Bally Sports deal and how it's going to affect Cardinals and Blues broadcasts moving forward. That is next on KMOX. Hey!
Jamie Marks, Corzin, Chris Ranji on KMOX. And as we mentioned, there was last week news of Amazon buying into Diamond Sports, which produces a lot of the regional sports network broadcasts around the country, including Bally Sports Midwest. That pertains to Cardinals and Blues broadcasts. So what does that mean moving forward? To talk about that with us, we go to the Quiver River Electric guest line. Washington University sports business professor Patrick Risch is with us now on KMOX. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. So um, from what we understand, uh, I guess explain the deal first of all. What does it mean that Amazon has, has bought into this production company? Well, first of all, it's not a done deal yet because the bankruptcy court has to approve what's going forward. And you can believe that Major League Baseball in particular is going to fight this because they saw an opportunity where they thought they were going to be wrestling the control of direct-to-consumer rights themselves. They thought that they were going to have that. So we're not out of the woods just yet as it relates to how this is going to play out. But if what uh, was announced last week does move forward, uh, Amazon has basically thrown a lifeline and a life raft to Diamond Sports Group, $100 million. This combined with an injection and to settle a lawsuit with their parent company, Sinclair. Sinclair is paying $500 million. So the combination of those two resources is, again, basically saving Diamond Sports Group, which can save these regionals. Now, for 2024, it has no impact on what's happening with the Cardinals and the Blues. You're still going to be able to watch those on Valley Sports Midwest or if you utilize the Valley Sports app out of market. However, um, that could change in a big way. For example, there are roughly half of the NBA, a third of the NHL, and currently five Major League Baseball teams that now their direct-to-consumer streaming rights now belong to Amazon. And when you think about this, uh, you know, obviously – all these leagues, they covet the younger fan. I have 30 students at Washington University that I'm going to be speaking with this morning in about an hour in our sports business analytics class. And most of these kids, almost all of these kids, do not watch their sports on traditional cable TV. So this is part of the reason all these leagues do this is they covet the younger fan and they want to meet them where they're at. So when you say that, and I want to get more into that in, in a little bit, what you're talking about, but when you say that MLB was looking to wrestle away control and then have a direct-to-consumer uh, situation, does that mean that ideally they would like to just offer MLB TV to everybody? And in that way, that's how you watch ball games as opposed to it being on a regional sports network? I don't know if that was their main end goal, but just simply having control and taking control from a, a situation that seemed very unhealthy, right? Where Diamond was, was basically not making payments to various teams, various markets. And again, at the end of the day, I think there was concern, the instability of how the product was going to be delivered to fans. So uh, the interesting thing about this forthcoming deal if it passes the bankruptcy court is that of course diamond sports will still be the ones producing the games providing the talent providing the cameras and so on and so forth but it's amazon would be doing the distribution and when i think about this i do think about our other team in st louis the uh, st louis city sc and major league soccer last year made a big splash in terms of the deal with apple 
where all of Major League Soccer, if you have Apple TV, you pay extra 75 bucks and you watch every Major League Soccer game last year. So, you know, how is that going to translate if that's the world we eventually are moving to? Does that mean that if you have Amazon, you'll be able to watch these games for free? Or does it mean that in addition to your prime video, now you've got to pay an extra three or five bucks a year to watch your favorite baseball team, your favorite basketball team? I think that's, uh, you know, <laughs> that's when the rubber is going to hit the road in terms of customer backlash. Well, and also with these teams, they all respectively have deals with Diamond, right, who now is being purchased by Amazon. So if those team deals with Diamond run out, the teams then, would they have a choice to continue with Amazon or perhaps even make their own stream? Well, well keep in mind that, that again, they'll be able to still have games on linear TV, regular TV and cable packages. So the direct consumer rights would belong to Amazon and, and Diamond would still be able to show uh, their games on their linear broadcast. I think what is the great unknown, as you just alluded to, is that Valley Sportsman West does have a separate app for people that want to stream games. And then if you've got Amazon with their you know, ability to stream, how is that going to play out? Can they live in the same space? It's possible that they could because perhaps you've got somebody that doesn't want to subscribe to Prime Video and therefore they don't want to be in that Amazon world, but they still want to see their favorite team. So they may have to use the regional sports app to be able to stream those games if that's their preferences to stream rather than to watch on regular TV. One of the challenges I think Major League Baseball has, and it's one of the biggest complaints, is people who do buy that um, MLB TV package, and I can't recall exactly what it is, at 150 or 190 a year, whatever it is, um, where you get every single team, except there are blackout restrictions. And there are certain parts of the country, um, in Iowa, for example, huge parts of Iowa, where there are five teams that you're blacked out that you can't watch any of those. And that it is so restrictive that it is a challenge in getting their product out to people. Is is there a path away from that at some point where those blackout restrictions are not such a big deal for people? I think that there really is, to be perfectly honest. And, you know, the, the, the whole, you know, history of blackouts in sports, you go all the way back to the NFL, where if you don't sell out your local home game, they will black it out in the local market that you play in. And, you know, we had... Uh, you know, Jacksonville and Oakland, many years, they were the top markets in terms of the number of blackouts because they couldn't fill those particular stadiums. And now that blackout world has, for the last several years, moved over to the world that we're talking about. But again, let's go back to the Apple deal with Major League Soccer. That's the beauty of that deal is there are no blackouts. Whether I was out of town and not able to attend a match or whether I was in town and for whatever reason, too cold, too hot, whatever the case may be, if I couldn't go, I could always watch St. Louis City SC on Apple TV. And I think that there are some learnings from that that I believe Amazon and other streaming companies are going to study. I think that as they, you know, as they pinch our pennies and, and nickel and dime us, it feels like, to have these extra surcharges to watch our teams, it would only seem reasonable and fair. Give us all the access that we want, and that means removing the blackouts. We always talk about the NFL and how nothing can take down the NFL. Major League Baseball is right up there. I mean, it's popular. People watch it. It's not going to lose viewers. Or are we wrong? What do you see 
the impact of this move being on Major League Baseball teams, uh, good, bad, or not at all? They'll just keep sailing along. Well, two-part answer. The first part, unrelated to all of this, is baseball has long been surpassed, not only by the NFL, but I would say at this point by the NBA. I think the NBA has done an unbelievable job over the last 20 years of marketing, pushing the game internationally. So baseball is now the nation's third most popular and wealthy of the sports leagues. And that's a far cry from where it was 40 years ago. But in terms of, you know, if they go more down the streaming road, I think, again, baseball and all these leagues, they want a younger core of fans. They don't want to lose their older fans. And for baseball in particular, they do have a larger share of older fans. But you have to make sure that you connect with younger fans and younger fans, this is how they watch their content. So you've got to go where the customer is. And that's why I believe this is, you know, this, they have to do this. And we're going to see more games stream going forward. Just real quick, when you say that the younger fans, this is how they watch, you just, you mean streaming. Do you necessarily, do you mean that they're, they're streaming on television sets, on iPads, on laptops or phones? Or are they doing and one more the, than the other? For the most part, they're, they're, they're streaming on their phones, they're streaming on their iPads, they're streaming on their computers. Again, the, 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 today's kid and kids younger than them, it's very rare that they're sitting down in front of a TV. You know, this, this is not the leave it to beaver world anymore where you, everyone sits down in front of the TV. And that was the way it was when I was younger in the 80s. But that has completely changed. And kids just want more, not just kids, but even young professionals, they, they're, they're busy. You know, young professionals in their 20s and their 30s and so forth, they don't have time to sit around for three hours at home and watch a sporting event. They are on the move, on the fly, traveling. So this streaming alternative just gives people more flexibility to be able to watch their sports content. Patrick, we have talked, um, I know it's come up a couple of times, and I've said it, that when you get your cable bill, if you are one of those people who is subscribed to cable, that a huge chunk of your bill is because broadcast rights for sports is so expensive. So, you know, you're talking NBA games on ESPN or whatever, um, that the rights fees are so expensive it gets passed along to the customer. Can you give a, an, an idea of just how, what percentage of a cable bill goes to live sports? I would say probably close to 90%. Uh, I don't have the updated numbers. I know at one time the gap between what you would what if you're subscribing to ESPN the the charge that ESPN charges per month per subscription used to be around 10 12 dollars a month and the next closest was something like the USA network at $2.50 per person per month so it's a huge gulf and a lot of the other networks whether it's Fox uh, some of the others are also uh, going to be in your top 5 which makes sense because if you look at the most watched sporting events that that list comes out every year you know 90 percent plus are going to be sporting events and usually nfl or college football wow it's i knew it was high i did not think it was that high um, it's insane that's that's crazy uh Pat- i don't know what that says about our country that we're so sports mad i i'm you know as a sports enthusiast myself it doesn't offend me but it it is an interesting tell on on uh, maybe where we all uh, have where our passions lie in this country well we have a poll up on twitter right now on the uh, on our show account and the question is which one do you care about more ron DeSantis <laughs> dropping out of the presidential race or the chiefs going to the afc championship and it's like two-thirds saying that it's the chiefs going 
going to the AFC Championship. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> We're not even in Kansas City. I know. Uh, I know. I know. Patrick, thank you for the information. Great stuff. Thanks for your time. That is Patrick Rich from Washington University, sports business professor and expert. He's you know, fantastic. He's great. You know, there's a cliche among history professors. I don't even know if it's a cliche as it is um, a truism that you can look at any culture from ancient times all the way to now and see what the largest buildings are. And generally, the largest, most prominent buildings tend to reflect the highest priorities of that culture, just like you had, uh, like the Egyptians and ancient civilizations were often obsessed with the afterlife. So you have the pyramids and Mm -hmm. all of that, or you have castles. During the the reign of the Roman Catholic Church, you have these uh, mighty cathedrals. And now, I mean, our biggest buildings are sports stadiums. That's right. That's right. The most expensive buildings yes. are sports yeah. arenas and football stadiums, and they are kind of like yeah. palaces now. And consumerism, because, of course, like malls and strip malls and things like that. But you look at these most expensive, elaborate buildings, and it reflects your culture's priorities. And just to make a point about younger people consuming sports by streaming on a phone, on a tablet, I, I wonder if as you get older, mm-hmm. now I think that a lot of it is it's just it's convenient. You got your phone with you already. Maybe you're not by a TV set, so you're not watching. But why would anybody, and I don't think this is an old person thing to yeah. say, why would you not want to watch a sporting event on a 50 or 60-inch television as opposed to a 6-inch screen? Uh, right, and I think some of it with the younger generation, because obviously um, – with Mason Jar and the Jar family, um, you know, members of Gen Z. And um, the oldest son, you know, teenager, high school, he and all his buddies, I mean, they they watch the NBA on their phone, the NFL, they're listening. Some of that, I think, is lifestyle because you're bouncing around to friends' houses. I think as they get older, you're they'll get TV busy. sets. Yeah, but yeah. I think, yeah. And then the younger than Gen Z Alpha, everything is a computer screen or a tablet because it's YouTube. You're not yep. watching shows and movies. You're just watching YouTube. But, yeah, I think with sports, big games, Gen Z will eventually watch television screens. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. Did you see that thing? I can't believe it. Something is obviously wrong. This is a joke, right? Oh, my God. Are you freaking kidding me? No way. you got to be kidding me. Don't feel bad. There's no way you could have known that. Now, did you see this with Chris and Amy on the show? Fraud, Ronj. I love Fraud. Kind of like oh, weekend frog. fraud, okay. like weekend frog at Bernie's alert. fraud, frog. Okay, come on, get okay, serious. There is a Kansas, a couple in Kansas, Overland Park, Kansas. You know, right there, right across the border, Kansas City. Yep. Uh, they uh, had a family member, and they were able to get more than two hundred and sixteen thousand dollars in pension and social security administration benefits because their family member died and they didn't tell anybody and they kept the dead body in the house for six years. Was it Mrs. Lippman? Wow, they did? Yeah. That's like so, a, she dead in the bathtub? So there was a Michael, Michael Carroll. Michael Carroll oh. um, was, I guess, living with or with these family members, Lynn and Kirk Ritter. Uh, well, Michael Carroll died, but nobody knew it. Uh, He died in 2016, and it wasn't until 2022 that authorities found him dead in his bed. And they checked his pacemaker, and they said, wow, Michael died six years ago. He was in, quote, a mummified state in the bed. Good Lord. I know. Damn. 
So these people went to jail. Yeah, it okay. was um, to make it worse. So it was Lynn and, and um, Kirk Ritter. But Lynn Ritter is the daughter of Michael Carroll, a.k.a. the mummified dead guy. Wow. So it was her That's dad. Awful. Um, and Amy, he kept him in bed. I think you would have buried him or something at least. I know. Or put him in a fridge. Like find a big freezer. They got and, almost a quarter of a million dollars. Come on, man. Don't you know how to bury a body? Uh, 314-436-7900 to text us. Uh, this one says, Amy, please tell bonehead Chris Ranji okay. that all public service announcers have asked people to stay off the roads. Are okay. we public service announcers? You and me? We are if we announce public service. I'd rather be a public address announcer. Stay home. Stay alive. Your company, what your company doesn't want to do, have to pay a lawsuit here's because what a, you tried to get to work. Here's one texter who says, doesn't matter how dedicated you are. Won't matter if you arrive dead. D-E-A-D, dedicated. That's true. We've got, damn, dude. What? We've got comedian. Let's leave the comedy to Dusty Slay. He's co- whoa. whoa. He's coming up next <laughs> on KMOX. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 